You win I... the Toxic Friend Award. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, the podcast is done, guys. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, mine gave me abandonment issues, but yours gave you PTSD. So you win. <laughs> Yo, what's good, everybody? You already know what it is. It's your boy, Blair. I'm Raz. And I'm Joe. And welcome back to another wonderful episode of Cracking a Cold One with the boys. The boys. We all have penises. Woo! You do? Well, big dick energy. Flop it everywhere. Man. Swinging at the knees, baby. It's been a minute. I just want to check it. Raz, how you doing? How's everything? You guys, I'm just living the dream. One failed dating mishap at a time. Classic LA story. Wait, you know, I gotta know because I, I feel like. No, Blair, I didn't bang anybody this last week. <sighs> what about the week before? Yes, that was when I had the, <laughs> the Vegas daddy in town and we went cray cray. Vegas daddy? <laughs> yeah, Vegas daddy. He has two kids. <laughs> you, you, you didn't go on any dates or anything? No, I'm, I got asked on a few, but I, I curbed most of them. Oh, damn. I just, just like I said, if the connection really doesn't feel like it's there, why would we want to waste our time, guys? True that, true that. True, true, true. Wait, real quick, Rez, have you seen that show on HBO? It's called, like, Flight Attendant. Were you a flight attendant, or did you just work for the airport? I was customer service for United. Mm. Oh, I don't know if, whatever, I don't work for them anymore. (laughs) I work for fucking United. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Watch that show. Watch that show. I will. I'm trying to, like, write, me and my one coworker from the airline are trying to write a TV show. Oh, my God. Of when we were used to work for customer service, because there were so many times where we would all look at each other and go, you can't write this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, isn't that our challenge is we need to try how there is no other place in the world other than working for an airline where you put up with such ridiculous shit, not even with another person for eight hours a day. It's like 16 Mm. hours a day on your feet with psychotic people who are panicking because you cannot control the weather. And (laughs) you learn so quickly about all these adults' sex lives. Like, yeah, I'm like, people who are my parents' age, no, like all my coworkers, we all knew everything about each other's financial statuses, sex lives, divorces, affairs, who fucked in Jetbridge 9. Like we all knew way too much about each other. Jetbridge 9? It was a thing. So Jetbridge number nine at Minneapolis, St. Paul International Airport, E9, Echo 9. Yeah. It has a kink in it. And where the kink is, a camera cannot see you in the corner. Of that gate? And in that jet bridge, the camera sees the end of the bridge where the control panel to drive the bridge is, Uh and it can see where customers are coming out. It cannot see the middle portion. So apparently back in the day, a big thing was for all of the older folks at the airline to fuck each other on that bridge. There you go. Wow. Did you continue that tradition? While I you did were there? not. I never yeah. fucked at the airport. <laughs> right of passion. Believe it or not, I literally yeah. came there to do my job and go home. <laughs> what? That's what? No fun. And You're find right. <laughs> and find the large, big dick, long dick, silver there. Yeah, with a hairy, hairy chest is. and everything. Yeah, he did have a little hairy chest. That's yeah. where you find yeah. him. Neanderthal face and drinking problem, but great dick. <laughs> Everybody's got something. What about you, Joe? How you been, man? I've been, I've been good. I've been working, doing the work. I got a one wheel. It's just, like, it's just like butter, dude. Oh, God. For everybody who doesn't know what a one wheel is, it's kind of like the hoverboard, but it's way cooler. It's got one wheel in the middle, and you, you just glide like fucking butter, dude. But if you if you don't do it right, you can eat shit. You can eat mad yeah. shit. My best friend's husband had one of those for the longest time, and he loved it. It's so cool. It, it reads your it. fucking mind. Like, you're like, <laughs> I kind of want to go forward, and it's like, <laughs> I kind of want to go backwards. <laughs> 
I kind of want to turn a little bit, but if you go over a bump, then it just says, fuck you. I'm not going over this bump. <laughs> yeah, I'm not and then you'll, you'll go flying. That's funny. Oh my gosh, so not man. All right, let's get into it. Uh, look, we all have our best friends and the people we love, but those best friends sometimes go rogue, you know, Rez, yeah. do you have any best friends that gone rogue going yet? So wait, so wait, uh, we were it, talking about toxic friendships. Yes. That is our topic for today. Mm. Toxic friendships. Cue the Britney Spears here of Joe when you do the editing. Um, anyway. No, I'll just do it right now. What the fuck? <laughs> What? Toxic? <laughs> you cannot claim yourself a child of any <laughs> With a taste of your lips, <laughs> I'm on a ride. You're toxic. I'm slipping on Okay, that's better. Jesus Christ. I'll put some auto tune on that. It'll be cool. It might actually. Oh, um, God. Toxic friendships. Okay, so like for me, I don't know about you guys. When you're a girl growing up, I feel like there's a large portion of time where if you don't fall in and accept your place in the nerdy group <laughs> and you're not like the head bitch in charge on the playground, you know, being yeah. like setting the trend with the yeah. recess snacks, I feel like you fall into this category of the popular kids, but still susceptible to bullshit. Yeah. And growing up as a little girl, I feel like you're susceptible to so many toxic catty friendships and you have to kind of learn early on it's like do I actually want to be a part of this or not for me um like catty girlfriend toxic relationship started in middle school there was this one girl which we will not name her by name Brittany <laughs> <laughs> no that was actually one of my best girlfriend's names um but this girl who has turned out to be tragic now, which is usually the other case uh -huh. of what happens, um, was very exclusive. She left people out a lot. She was really just awful to her friends, would say a lot of things behind people's back. She was friends with this girl one week. She wasn't friends with the next. And I really didn't understand it because I was like, don't we all just get along and have fun together? Why can't we yeah. just... I was so naive. I was like, why can't we just keep doing that? Then I get to high school and my attitude continues because I was in the quote-unquote whatever you can say for a Midwestern school in the very conservative <laughs> suburbs of Waukesha, Wisconsin, yeah. I was in the popular group of kids and I thought that they were all so mean to each other. <laughs> wow. And my defense yeah. mechanism was to have an attitude. And so I was like, well, you're totally turning off anybody else to be your friend. So you're yeah. stuck with these group of people. Cause I was just so tired of being hurt from my own friends that I was like, God forbid I get to know somebody else at this point. And so, um, yeah, but there was this one defining friendship for me and she was my best friend from the time that I was in like second grade all the way through senior year. And at the end of senior year, I literally broke up with her. I literally said on the last day of school, after we graduated, it was the first day of summer and I decided I'm going ghost from everybody at high school. And because this, my best friend who my family did a lot of things for. She had a really bad family life. She had a really bad home life. She had, and I would literally leave my parents' house in the middle of the night and go pick her up, bring her back to my house and get her to school the next day. Like my pa parents would buy her clothes and they would take her out to dinners and they would, my brothers were brothers to her. And what happened was on the last day, she had done so many things. She tried, she admitted to me, she tried to break up a relationship. She admitted she tried to turn people against me. What? 
it came out when we met each other in a bar again, senior year of college. Oh shit. She apologized to me for everything after me not speaking to her for four. It was all a lie. She was like, (laughs) I was jealous and threatened and immature and I'm sorry. And I was like, Hey, we're good. Like if you're happy, I'm happy. She's tried to start the friendship back up and I'm, I just don't want to go back there because a lot of my abandonment issues stem from her. <laughs> oh, sure. And so, but re- there's, I, there's the answer. That guys. last day of high school, I literally was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, I literally have poured my heart it literally and soul. sounds like you just broke up with. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I told her, I'm like, I, it was probably the most dramatic breakup I've ever had with somebody. I was like, I have poured my that heart and soul date. into this relationship. I'm like, I have literally tried everything and I don't know what to do anymore. I'm like, I, I can't keep living like this not knowing where we stand or if you're going to exclude me or talk behind my back. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And now I have a, a no toxic relationships policy. Well, shit. Okay. The people you yeah. surround yourself with is your energy, man. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to hear that from a girl's perspective because like guys, whew, yeah, guys rarely ever like end up being catty and we, we end up like, we'll argue and, you know, fight. And then the next day it's like, do you have a comment on that? Yeah, yeah. Well, while you were tearing, telling your story, I was thinking about mine. I'm like, well, well, that always w- was probably happening to you in like middle school or whatever. On my side, it'd be like, hey, you like Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, <laughs> me too. Cool. Yeah, yeah right. And then, right. Yeah, happy ever after. <laughs> Damn, I wish it was that easy. Yeah, no. That's how easy I wanted it to be. Yeah, it's pretty much it being. And I was for, cool yeah. with being like the funny, weird tomboy friend. Mm, I was totally cool with being that person. I was like, I know my role. I do it well. You know, so for me, I've never, I am, weirdly enough, I am still friends with someone that is a a toxic friendship. And yeah, it's, why? it's just like, I guess because me and this, uh, this dude, we've, we've been through so much that it's also hard to kind of like separate myself Hmm. completely. Hmm. I would, I would say now it like back then it was harder, but now it's just, you know, I do keep a a distance, but it, it, he's still in my life. And there was a lot of things that, you know, he was there for me and I was there for him. But what I mean for like toxic, he never really like did anything necessarily bad to me. It was how he carried himself like in that sense like he wasn't good like his his lifestyle wasn't good for my lifestyle so i guess the question is like what would you guys even define as like a toxic friendship like what makes it toxic to you i'm sure we all have a slightly different take on what would make a friendship be like that's no bueno for me (sighs) yeah at least for me it'd be somebody who um who you know if you're around you'll just make bad decisions Really, in that, in that sort of sense, because the the closest thing I can really kind of relate to this is like back back in high school, I never really did that much like like bad shit. I hung around with all my friends like who did a bunch of bad shit, and I was yeah. around them when they did bad That's shit. Me. That but was anytime me. time <laughs> they would like say, "You want to smoke some pot?" I'm, like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. Or I tried me. it once, and I'm like, I don't want to do it again. And they're like, okay. 
So then, you know, from, from there, like I wasn't, I, I, it, it was never like, Joe, you want to smoke this yeah. pot? If you don't, you're a fucking douchebag <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So it, it's never, I don't know that there was never any, they, they never gave me a hard hmm. time for that sort of stuff. If, if they were like, yeah, you're a piece of shit, go away. But it's like, oh, but I want to be cool and hang out. It, it just never got to that, which I know from yeah. other uh, aspects, people that might happen you, too. You know, I have more toxic I guess, uh, like when it comes to men, that's mm-hmm. usually how it is for, for what Joe was saying for me. But yeah, women, I would say, yeah, it, it, it does end up being like a toxic, like girl, guy, best friend situation. Yeah. A lot of how? times. Well, I'm curious of, about that because but, like for me with a lot of my guy friends, mm-hmm. I have a lot of guy friends that I'm very close to. Mm-hmm. And my oldest brother was like, don't be stupid. You know what they want. And I'm like, I've been best friends with some of these guys for years. And if they want something yeah. from me, they have never been disrespectful to me, nor have they ever been like, Riz, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> like, I've never had to deal with that. And I go, so I'm like, either, I'm like, whatever I'm giving off that yeah. says, do not try. Good. good. So, okay. So a, a, as a best friend, it's, you know, like that Kevin Hart said, you know, my bullshit is your bullshit and your bullshit is my bullshit. You know, that's what he said in his like stand up. And a lot of like when it comes to men, men don't usually open up to me as my girlfriends do. Mm-hmm. So I take up on a lot and I don't I don't mind it. You know, I, I listen and I'll listen to all my homegirls problems. I take it in. But what ends up happening later on is that, well, you know, you're supposed to be here for me. Blair and there's there's some situations that I I just can't I just can't be there for there because they keep making the same mistakes over and over and over and like just so it's like the definition of an insanity you're watching them basically be insane (laughs) yeah and then just being like involved in that I'm just like yeah no I I can't but is that so much as toxic as more as it is just that's just how I that's how I that's how you see it yeah okay because for me I think what toxicity is in a relationship or friendship is it's if I'm around that person and I feel drained and I feel Mm. like and I feel like I can't be a a better version of myself when I'm with them Mm -hmm. um or I feel like a really telltale sign for me is if I'm with that person, I'm like, I don't know where we stand. Mm-hmm. Like, am I upsetting you with my presence today? Um, I like to think that a lot of the people I engage with, we like to uplift each other. It's like, yeah. go fucking get what's yours. Mm. Go tear that ass up. Yeah. Go play <laughs> NFL football. Go fucking flip burgers <laughs> at Burger King if that's what you want to do. Like we oh, hype each other up. <laughs> Oh, it is. Sponsored by Burger King. Like we hype each other up and it's kind of about just supporting each other and, you know, checking each other here and there. But it's, for me, it's more like less like, I'm going to judge what you do with your life. Mm. More like, hey, are you good? Yeah. And sometimes people come to me with a lot of their shit too. And every now and then I do have to say, I do not have the mental capacity for this right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. And that stuff, it, it, gets, <laughs> I'm sorry. it gets a lot. It, it gets so overwhelming taking all that stuff. And then, you know, you have to like tell yourself like, hey, you know. Especially I, if you're I an empath. Like I can't. Oh, I, I am. I, then I you, am. You're, you're like so, feeling what they're feeling. And you're yeah, like. And it, and it sucks. Why? It Why sucks. is CJ playing and then, like that? I you I couldn't even ooh, the stuff I would see and I would say you know tell people you know tell them and they're like ah oh, no no it's fine it's fine he, he's a, he's a good dude and I'm like no he's not and just 
being around that and then the constant like, oh, Blair, we're fine. And then two days later calling me crying, that's toxic in itself for me. Yeah. And so I had, I had, I did had to push myself away, especially when you you're, know, when it came to like girls, but mm-hmm. like dudes, it literally, I never have a issue with men. And if I do, we always just like go off to the side, squash it, talk, talk, squash the damn bro. Like I, I, and I'm not trying to make that sound sexist mm-hmm. or anything or generic, but that's, that's how it is. I just, I don't know. I, I think don't. with men, like guy friends, there have been a couple instances that I can think of where they've been like, let's call it testing the waters Mm. where they've kind of thrown a comment my way. Like when you're going to give the people what they want with an only fans or girl, can I just say like, they'll slide in my DMS and be like that booty damn. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) and I just kind of sit on it and I reflect and I'm just like, it's, it's when I've seen the guy continuously push to make these comments and it's like, and I play dumb and I'm like, haha, yo, thanks bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like I play dumb and finally I, I've had to say to a couple of people and be like, it's too far. Mm. You got to chill. Oh, Either yeah. recognize like, I never want to see you naked <laughs> and your option is to be my homie and just that, yeah, yeah. or you're going to have to take a step back because not cool. Yeah. Don't be sliding in my DMs <laughs> saying stuff like that to me because the thought of you without anything, <laughs> any drawers on is fucking repulsive. Mm. I do not want to know what your That's mama gave toxic. you. That's it toxic. Is, it, it, to me, I don't want to know. It, it's just you like that all that back to that guy. I have. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like usually if I get really upset and I feel like somebody's disrespected me, mm. I have two options. It's block you and walk away. But if it's a relationship that I see other benefits of continuing, like on a friendship level, mm. I will just check the motherfucker right then and there. And I think that's why a lot of my guy friends, if, there is even any remote interest do not try to say anything to me mm-hmm. because I will check if I am interested in you you will know it because I will say it to your face <laughs> otherwise you get a 10 page paper otherwise I'm just gonna be calling you bro and bruh and talking to you about the weather and bacon and who you fucking and I don't want to know anything else yeah. bacon's good I like bacon like I'll talk to you about all the guy things <laughs> We can talk about Madden, who's in your NFL fantasy football draft. I don't want to fucking talk to you, though, about you and me. No. <laughs> no. To me, it's it's toxic if somebody continuously doesn't take hints that something's not working for you in a friendship or a relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is okay. one repeat offender, yeah. and now when he DMs me, I don't have like anything to do with him. I don't have anything to say to him. I think I actually restricted him. I think I might have actually blocked him. Because he was kind of like a mutual friend of friends. And I was like, I don't need to put up with this. Was he tall? Yeah, but he's a ginge and that's not my thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So you just like that. He's a ginge. <laughs> he had the height, but he's a fucking ginge. Pale ass and by the ginge. way, guys, no, she doesn't like Kate Jen. Don't come at her neck and be like, Riz hates gins? What? She's fake as fuck. Who do I hate? ginger people <laughs> no my cousins are gingers I just I'm like I said I'm, that's not I, her thing I have a very unique attraction to tall dark and handsome and hairy chests <laughs> big dicks <sighs> intelligent funny 
overnight. Are you out there? Are, are one of you listening? <laughs> Loyal, love to have deep conversations. <laughs> we do got one viewer. It's probably that person. <laughs> it's, oh, we got one viewer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, she's talking to me. I bet it's a ginger. I bet it's a ginger. Can't even measure it. Yeah. I don't have a measuring tape that big. <laughs> Kidding me. That's over 11. Oh, God. Oh, my God. How big is my TV? It's probably that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Dead. So, in, oh. Go ahead. Joe, you, so it seems like oh. you just had a peaceful, you know, upbringing. Have you like, never you know, had like to tell a, somebody or like ghost a man in your, or a woman in your life? Not, not on a romantic no, level. On. Not a, I want to know, not, like not a friend. woman, like a guy you, friend actually. Have you ever had to be like, this isn't working for me? I can't think of a moment where, well, well, if, if it does, if, if they do, if they do say something to me that I know I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or like, I can't really do that. Then I'm just going to tell them right then and there. It's like, no, not for me <laughs> no. or whatever, dude. No. <laughs> like, sorry, man. Cause I'm, I don't know for, for me, I'm always kind of like on my own thing or mm, like yeah. doing, doing, I always have like some passion project that I'm always kind of focused on. So nothing ever really gets me out, out of focus for that. I'd have to you think on that more. Blunt, man. You smoke this weed. <laughs> yeah. I used to get asked that all the time, but my cousins, they would just ask me and then they would just, I'll say no. And they're like, all right, cool. And same with my homies, like Blair, you smoking this? No, like, all right, cool. But I've never been threatened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All my friends never. were cool about that. Yeah. It was, it was usually just like really weird catty stuff. Yeah. Like this girl that I, I've had to keep distance from and who I use as like a basis for toxicity. <laughs> Her form of manipulation was so clean. It was so diabolical that oh, you give her credit for it. It was amazing. Like what she was able to do is I tried to explain to one of our mutual friends once who ended up, I'll tell you some, some crazy shit. This girl and I were good friends and I introduced the two of them. And after high school, when high school is still going on senior year, I go to the one friend who's being manipulated by the yeah. manipulator and I go, I'm going to try and explain something to you. I'm really nervous to talk to you about this. I've been trying to figure out for weeks. I'm like, but I feel so alone. I feel like I'm on an island and she's trying to put me there. And unless this is happening to you, I can't explain what she's doing, but she's literally trying to drive a stake between us, which she did. And my friend was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, really? She's like, you, you feel that way? they end up becoming roommates freshman year of college. I'm not speaking to either of them and not like in a fuck you kind of way. It's just like, I just, I'm Caspering out of your lives. I told you I'm leaving and I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm, this is when I began Caspering people. No, and, <laughs> and this girl calls me sobbing halfway through freshman year of college. Wow. And she's like, can you please meet me at the McDonald's in Dinky town? Can you please meet me there? Please, Rez, I wouldn't call you. And please. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I'll be there. Uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. I'll walk my way. You walk from your, okay. We get there and she's like, still got puffy eyes. And she's like, you were right about absolutely everything. And she's like, everything you told me, everything you warned me about. She goes, she's literally just done all of it to me this entire first year of college. She goes, it is so bad here. She goes, I'm literally going to a new school next year. And I'm like, what? She's like, that's how bad she's made this for me. Shit. And I'm I like, just got deep. wow. And yeah. I think that girl, um, the toxic friend w is in a better place now. 
yeah. from the snippets so. and tidbits I hear. And like, I've, I've never wanted anything, especially coming from such a rough upbringing and relationship with her mom. I've wanted nothing else than for her to be happy and figure out what it is to be in healthy, loving relationships, especially she didn't really have a good role model for it. Mm. But, um, I just, she's kind of also that basis for me of, I will always forgive you, but, and some people get another chance, so to speak, yeah. but I will never forget what you did. That's fair. Have you guys ever had toxic work relationships? I was, so, okay. I was about to kind of get on something like that. I've, I've definitely not work, but school. Oh, a school, school. one. What uh, happened? So I'm getting a little deep, a little deep, a little deep on this. Therapy sessions. So, um, growing up, one of the many things that I used to deal with and we don't, you know, we can kind of get into it, but you was know, having not too a much. small bulge. Um, was going to a school. I went to a all um, white kids a school in North Omaha. Mm -hmm. It was uh, predominantly all black. Oh, now just keep that in mind right there. Um, and one of the things I would deal with, I would get picked on from my own people that I was acting white. Oh, and damn! I had to deal with that for like two years. Shit, two years I went there and. I'm bringing this up because it made me think about how you said yeah. your friend wanted to leave school. And I just was like, one, I wanted to leave school so bad because it was just like, I was so confused and like, you know, hurt because like I'm getting made fun of because I act white and I'm like, uh, well, I'm sorry. My mom, you know, gave me an education. Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm not sagging. I'm sorry. I'm not in a gang. Uh, what? And it even, even from like white people be like, Oh, you know, uh, uh, Joe acts more black than you. Like, like what? Like how? And yeah. And then I went to a different school uh, for junior, senior year. And then, it was a more diverse school and, you know, everything was good. And then by the time I got to college, I did hear it a few times. But at that point, my mindset was just like, I don't give a fuck because I'm probably going to be more successful than your ass. Yeah. And so but in high school, I was just that even in middle school, it started in middle school, went through high school, a little bit of college. I would just constantly hear that. And I, it was just it was it was devastating. So that was a, a very toxic situation for me being that damn one of my old co-workers um from united he's still a badass traveler um and he and i got into a conversation one night because we both uh had the late shift a lot yeah. where we, your only job was to meet the aircraft at night and if there were any diversions you had to go handle them and it sucked and he was like i hate when people tell me i'm acting white mm, and he goes yeah. he's like how dare you take away the fact that I've taken it upon myself to be charismatic, mm. that I've taken it upon myself to educate myself. Yeah. And he's like, and you're going to, you're going to downplay that. He's like, and you even hear it from, he's like, I even hear it from my own community. Yeah. He's like, how dare you downplay like w what we're rising to? Yeah. Like, yeah, why would sucks. you do that? And so sucks. like, I was like, damn, that's really hard. Like to think about. Cause I never mm. really saw him like that. Like, look at this. You know, I was like, yeah. I was like, he was, a, he's still to this day, one of the most scary observant people I've ever met. Mm. He was the guy who was always just like kind of in, he's very introverted yeah. and he would just be like walking in the background and he would not miss a single detail in the scene. It was nuts. Yeah. yeah and the only time I would hear that from like the type of people I would hear that from was people that were in gangs 
<laughs> like that was like the troublemaker dudes or stuff like that. And yeah, it was just crazy, man. That's what I that would that's what I would do. But toxic in a workplace environment. Hmm. I've definitely been a part of those. What about you, Joe? I'm yeah. still thinking. I'm like, we're oh my god, I have yeah, like eight yeah. oh, different I, stories. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I definitely was in a. I at one of my jobs. I worked at a place where pretty much besides me, everyone had dated everybody. Yeah. So, and if you, and hold on. And what's even crazy is like, but did, some, it, did it affect you personally or were you just surrounded by people's bullshit? It was, was uh, the environment toxic. So yeah, the, the environment, but so there was a girl that had, uh, she hadn't worked there. And she was coming to work there. Like she was, you know, getting her paperwork and blah, blah, blah. And I was pursuing her, you know, doing, you know, talking to her, blah, blah, blah. And about three weeks in, I hear through the grapevine that, oh yeah, she used to fuck blah, 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 this and that. I was like, what? And it hit me because I was like, oh shit, that explains why I caught them in the back, like arguing. Like I, the girl I was talking to, I had was like heading to the back and I caught them in a like an ending conversation like like they were yelling and I was just like what the fuck but come to find out they were yelling about like you know them trying to get back together and then yada yada and yeah it was just too much it was too much bullshit come on Joe you gotta have something he has a peaceful life (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) you oh my god because I literally can think of like three different situations like that was fucked anything at anything in school I get, I get along with everyone. Man. It's, it's pretty hard. <laughs> even if even if they do piss me off, it's kind of like uh, water just, under just, the bridge. I just don't talk to them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I had deuces. I had a coworker at my old job at the airline, and him and I got along really well. He was like this seventy-some-year-old older man, glass eye, had a limp, <laughs> loved him to death, and. I remember there was a situation where he wanted to be like in power and he would act as like this pseudo supervisor sometimes. And there was one day where he basically framed me for a situation. And I, I came to him and I was just like, you didn't back me up. I was like, you knew the truth. You've told me all these times of how much you believe in my potential and how much you talk to me. And I go, and I trust you. And I'm like, and I, I, I look up to you and I'm like, and you knew the truth that I didn't do that. And you didn't back me up. And I was hurt and I actually like avoided him for a full, cause what I do is if I'm upset with somebody, but I know I have to come in contact with them again, I literally will, I will say what's upsetting me. Mm-hmm. I will then take my space and then I will decide what to do from there. And eventually him and I got back to normal, but he was very bitter with me for a few weeks. Yeah, cause I, I stood up to him. And then we kind of returned back to normal and people are like, why are you okay with him? And I'm like, I will always forgive. And I will, especially if it's gonna make the workplace a more comfortable place mm-hmm. for everybody. And I go, but I will not forget he did that. Yeah, ever. that's fair. And I was like, Definitely. so I will tread lightly when I'm around him. I will adjust accordingly. I don't trust people to adjust, I will adjust. Yeah. How much is that forgiving if you never forget? I, I always love that that expression. I want to I want to know what exactly that means to you. I think what that it means to me him, is but you will not forget. I think forgiving means you're allowed to let the 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 relationship take the form it needs to now take. I think that that's more like what forgiveness is is you're like I understand why you did what you did. I know what you were after. It's more like it for me it's forgiveness 
because I, I'm not holding on to it yeah. anymore. It's for me. The forgiveness is for me. And for me, it's more like when I say I forgive somebody, it's I understand you. I understand your position. I maybe don't support it. I maybe don't feel supported by you. And I won't forget that now because now I've learned something new about you. Yeah. Now I can adjust accordingly and I can decide if this relationship just needs to evolve back to something else or if it just needs to, we need to take a step back or if I need to leave it completely. <laughs> That's or you what, need to kill yeah, them. So it's like, <laughs> like, I know you're a piece of shit now. I know that and I understand that. And I will not forget that you're a piece of shit. Because <laughs> sometimes like there, there's been relationships where I've seen there's a lot of other great attributes to the person or benefits, but I'm just like, we can't be as close as we were or I don't want you to know this about me. Or you're not going to be the person I come to when I need X, Y, or Z. It does suck when you have to basically work with someone that you 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 don't want to, but you have to because they bring something to the table that actually benefits you know to that work level or something like that. Yeah, and for me, I just knew that, especially because he like was so in the supervisor's pocket, just always like reporting to them. I was like my life at this airline, which was very peaceful and a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. It's like, this is just going to be better for me in general. Yeah. You didn't want to jeopardize it. Yeah. I was like, if I just keep the peace, I was yeah. like, he knows how I feel. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't inappropriate or immature about how I presented my argument. Mm -hmm. I gave him all the facts and I said, look, <laughs> you, you hurt my feelings <laughs> and I left it. <laughs> and I did not forget it. Mm -hmm. I, I got one kind of maybe toxic thing. Oh, maybe. Okay, 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 here maybe. We go. It's just more of kind of a weird situation. <laughs> so right whenever I, after I Western, I went to UNL. Mm -hmm. the, the university or whatever. And I stayed at this place called The View. <laughs> and so there it's, it's mainly for students, but outside people can live there too. <laughs> and lo and behold, when, when you get like assigned random roommates and stuff, it was me and my cousin. And then this third guy, which then turned out to be, a 53 year old man. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. How was that? <laughs> It was weird. Um, <laughs> at first I was like, what the fuck? No. I'm like, you come to college and you like expect all this stuff and hang out with people. And then I'm like, and then now I'm roommates with this 52 year old. What the fuck you? What? Why? Yeah. And then they're like, I mean, it's technically open to everyone. So you just kind of get randomly assigned. So that's kind of it. And then, so I mean, meeting him, he was very weird. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He well, was, obviously. He, he, he had this thing where he was like, yippee skippy. <laughs> and then he clapped. There was, something, there was something definitely not right up there. But he was a very nice guy. Very nice guy. He always, he always like, it was kind of funny. Like some, since he was way older, we, we kept the kitchen a lot dirtier. I mean, I'm, I'm a lot better now, but like back then I was kind of bad at it. So like he was, you could kind of see him getting just crazy and crazy overnight cleaning. But I mean, if it was just three regular guys, it would have been like, nobody would have been like, Oh, it's fucking dirty. Cause we're all pieces of shit. Yep. Yeah. Whereas him, he was kind of more just like a dad, like, like yeah, yeah, dad kind of like <laughs> freaking <laughs> out and stuff. And then he, he would always, you know, if we'd stay up, like just kind of like this, like talking outside in the living room or, or playing music or whatever. He's like, oh, can you, can you guys keep it down? I'm like, God fucking damn it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, We're college students. We need to raise. Like, you'd be like, I fucking come to college like, for you to tell me to be quiet. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, were you like, sir, 
Do you think that maybe applying to live at student housing wasn't maybe the best yeah, decision? No, it was the cheapest. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I guess it's not it's not really a toxic friendship as much as more as it's just a bad, stupid situation. Where's like, mm-hmm. God damn it. So it's funny. Now, listening to all that, I know I said I normally don't have issues with guys, but something popped up. Okay. I had one toxic friendship with a guy. And it took a gun coming to my head to realize that, oh, shit. Yeah, I should not <laughs> hang out with you. No. What? So there's this guy I would always hang out with. And I wouldn't necess- I wouldn't do the bad decisions. He would do it. But I would just be there, like kind of like watching <laughs> for a lookout. And my mom would always tell me, stop hanging out with them. Stop hanging out with them. And I knew his brothers were in like, you know, gangs and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I like hanging out with them. And then one day we get a phone call from his sister to come over. And it, she wanted me and like the three other guys I was with to all come over. So we go over there. Let, let me just add that my, my friend is her brother. He was not there at that time. Okay. So we get there and we're just like, uh, and she was like that girl in the neighborhood that all the, like the younger boy kids were like, ooh, she's so hot. Okay. You know? And so when she hit me, I was like, oh yeah, let's just go hang out and you know, just be in her presence. And next thing you know, her fucking boyfriend pulls up and he gets out the car and he starts yelling at the older guy in the group. And then it went from like yelling to like a gun comes out. And then that's when it just got serious. Fast forward it. We were in this garage for three hours because they were looking for drugs and two AK-47s. Oh. And... I got slapped up. Uh, they tried to make me smoke weed, um, but that that didn't like work. Okay. Um, I did have a cell phone. <laughs> I did have a cell phone, and dead ass, I literally like was getting ready to open up my flip phone to call the cops, but leave it on so they can hear the conversation. Mm-hmm. That was my plan. But then the sister was like, hey, Blair, don't you got a cell phone? Oh yeah, here here you go. Like, I, I was not gonna say no because I didn't want them to check it. And then them like, you fucking lied. You know, slap me the fuck around. And three, like when it gets to like, you know, like two hours in, I hear my mom. My mom is outside just like yelling, where's Blair, where's Blair, where's Blair? And their mom lied to my mom. Say, oh, we don't know where he's at. This bitch fucking knew we were back there for three hours. And out of nowhere, here comes the savior of the day. The friend I shouldn't be friends with. Ironically enough, he was the one that saved me and one other guy from getting brutally beat. So he opens up the door and he's like, oh, you and uh, so-and-so, yeah, you guys can leave. And like, what? And... That I don't know what he said to them, but they uh, let us go. And after I I looked at him, I said thank you. But after that, was not my friend ever again. Nope. And that's when I learned my lesson. You're lucky that you were able to just walk out that relationship, though. A hundred percent, because I, you know, I 
yeah, if only you knew who I was dealing with, and I'm not going to say because I don't want nothing to come back, but yeah. That's like the yeah. epitome of toxic relationship. Yeah. That's like life and death shit. No, it really was. I was only four, I was 14 years old. You and win I, the toxic friend award. Yeah. The podcast is done, guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, uh, mine gave me abandonment issues, but yours gave you PTSD, so you win. Uh, mine, just, <laughs> mine just didn't let me be you loud win. at night. <laughs> yeah, so it was- This um, dad who- <laughs> Had an unfortunate situation told us to be quiet. Oh, oh that <laughs> makes me to an interesting question, though. What's up? So, if you <laughs> listen to these questions, if you kind of like listen to our stories, yeah. it seems like do you think extroverts naturally, because Blair and I are extroverts and you're an introvert? Why are you calling me an introvert? Do you think Blair and I, extroverts naturally, will attract more toxic relationships? Yes or no, and why or why not? Like that's kind of interesting to think about, right? Because right now yeah, we're, okay. we're yeah, like yeah. thirty stories per year one. That is true. That is true. I feel like maybe you're right. People people are more attracted to you guys. Like like you you'd probably get more friend requests like coming in. So so you can kind of like where, where sometimes you 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 don't get to pick and choose. They just kind of hang around. No, Whereas that's, like that's an true. introvert like growing up, I was very I I chose wisely <laughs> for, my, for my friends group. Where no, I was no. I'm, I'm saying that as like like I was never like an extrovert enough to yeah. where people yeah. would come and hang out with me. It was like. I was always just hanging around with other people who were around or that yep. I, it, it was more, it was less, um, I don't even know what I'm getting at. Yeah. There's less of a variety. Thing yeah. To, yeah. Variety. Well, I was going to say, didn't you also talk about this in one of our old podcasts, Blair? Cause I think, cause I did this too a lot in college where if I made a new friend, I would like hang out with them every day mm -hmm. for like a month straight, just yeah. getting to know everything about them and whatnot yeah. and kind of being like, do we fit? Do we not? Yeah. What kind of friends are we going to be? Are we going to stay everyday friends? Are we going to be like the once a week friends? Are we going to yeah. be on the outside <laughs> friends? Like, yeah. I, I feel like for me, um, when you're an extrovert, uh, you're, you're just more likely to try on things. And I feel like you're, you're kind of harder. You're more assertive in a personality type where you're like, I don't like that. I do like that. That yeah. is fine. Whereas like, like you said, most of the time you're just like, no, oh, fuck it. <laughs> if it's not hurting me, it's fine. Uh, like like you're, you're kind of more willing to go with the flow. Whereas like Blair and I are either going to be the ones steering the ship or rocking the boat. Yeah. 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 100%. yeah. yeah I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, we we in, do. in my position, it's easier to just be like, bye. Or like come in or whatever. And I feel like with, with flow, age, I have gotten better at like going with the flow and stuff. But I, and like I said, I really, I don't come across toxic people anymore. And if I do, I'm like, hello, I understand you. Yeah. And I am not interested. It have is, a great day. It's funny how you talked about how like with our personalities, uh, people can just like come in and they just, we don't get to choose. They kind of just like come in. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Cause I can tell you there's times where I'll be like in a group and I'm, you know, talking to like people that I know and then someone else would just come in and then they would just kind of like start hanging they, around. They'll yeah. start hanging around. They'll start coming around. And I don't know. I just, I, like I, I, I like, I like new people. You know what's I, interesting I know, I like though? New I'm an extrovert mm. technically, but I'm just like on the cusp because I'm literally right there in the second of like right there in the middle of ambivert. I've noticed that it's usually a more extreme extrovert comes and adopts me. 
And then come in my wings. Yeah, they're like, they're like, hi. You seem like you're intense part of the time. I'm intense all the time. Do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah. No, oh well, we are. Okay, cool. And then like, and then Did you guys go camping. No, because no. that was intense. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like I get introduced to some of their friends, or they get introduced to my friends, and next thing you know, we're kind of mixing the pot. And then I end up with this weird hodgepodge group of like introverts like, and extroverts fuck? and like crazy fucks, and, and like <laughs> they don't wear makeup and they wear too much, and I'm just like there in the middle, and I'm like. Look at this creation. Mm. Look at this masterpiece this I have put together. <laughs> These are my weirdos. I have one here for every single personality I offer. Nice. And trying to put all these personalities together in front of everybody at the same time is this, impossible. Put this chip right here. That okay, you can't work. Right Do you ever feel like for a certain friends group, like uh, it's funny you say that because I've, I've always heard this. Like if if you're with certain friends in your group yes. and then you go to the others, you act a little different. Yes. Yeah. I feel like different friend groups or different people in general pull out different attributes of you like they right. highlight things for me it's like I'm never gonna go somewhere and be disingenuine mm -hmm. but I will go somewhere and I will find like like when I'm around you guys you guys encourage me to just say whatever the fuck I want to say whoa 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 you can't say fuck fuck you <laughs> and God, with love and like don't you fucking say <laughs> don't you fucking swear um like and oh, there's a certain group of friends where back at the airline when I'm with the airline people they bring out this crazy fucking energy when I'm with them. And so I'm like always just like, la, 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 la. like I don't shut up. They want me doing impressions of everybody on staff all the times. Like I fall into this entertainer role, but there's a group of girlfriends I have out here. And a lot of the times I'm very cool. Just being the person in the back, like, yeah, vibing dog. Yeah. I'm just here for a good time. I'm yeah. just here for the good time because there are a lot more intense personalities in the group than me. And for me, it's just more chill to be like, y'all are funny. And I'm just here and I'm here for a good time. I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I have some guy friends back, back home. Yeah, I'm a total different dude around them. Like, yeah, yeah, in they, way. yeah, like, let's talk uh, about always, it. They always, uh, they think you're hard as fuck. Nah, they, well, I can, if I was there right now, I would probably party a lot. I drink a lot more when I'm around them. Oh, so they bring up Party Boy Blair. <laughs> and yeah, but I'm still the same. Like I'm very coherent on everything that's going on. And they're very uh, like, <laughs> they still have those uh, FB tendencies. So then when I'm around oh, them, it, it like comes out a little bit. Blair the plumber. <laughs> He's coming out of his shell. Pipe pal. Uh, plumber God, Blair. God. You know, someone, someone fucking commented and said, Blair, you make fucking house calls? What the fuck? And I was like, oh my God, don't fucking listen. Hell yes, he does. I do not Shout listen to me. Number. <laughs> Blair's number is? 402-714-2627. Is that real? Wow. He really wants you to call Fun him. Fun fact, that is my old ass number. I still remember to this day. Oh shit. I was yeah. like, ladies, are you to, writing this down? Isn't there a number that like sends you to like, like this is Oh, the, this is you fake, fucking remember that? This is the fake you caller. The, the like fake you, caller number? Oh yeah. I haven't ever. There's also one, um, booty, booty one time I panicked and a guy asked me for a number and the only number that I could remember was one I saw in a meme on Facebook earlier that day, which is Colin Oates, where you call it and they play Hall and Oates songs what for you. What the fuck? 
And I thought it was so funny. I'm like, uh, yeah, so it's this. And so he probably listened, called and listened to Private Eyes and realized I curbed him. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that fucking fake number shit, I, it, it happened to me one time. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah, fake number yeah, you? Yeah, it did. And they called, this is a fake number. You have been played. I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. Who the fuck does that? I don't think, I don't think people do that nowadays, though. I've they, totally they, I, given fake numbers. What's the point? Just Even say no. Nowadays. Just say no. I do say no. Um, sometimes, though, you're like, in a really weird position or if the guy's being like really aggressive fuck that shit well I would love to say fuck that because most of the time I'm just like no thank you they're like what you got a boyfriend I'm like no I'm saying no on my own behalf I'm just not interested thank you but no thank you do you okay uh, and before we you know slowly get to the spot to wrap it up do you ever have have you ever been in those situations where you had to use your your best guy friend as the pretend boyfriend and if so like if not like do you (laughs) Like, do you actually forewarn them ahead of time or are you just like, yeah, this is my boyfriend. <laughs> um, one like, time yeah. I did use my best guy friend who is super gay <laughs> and oh, he's fuck. like, he, and, and I literally, the guy was like hitting me and I'm like, this is my husband. And my best friend is like, hello, honey. Yeah. And the guy looks at both of us and he goes, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And it was so funny because this guy's look on his face was like, what the and we're just like, yeah, you heard us. Bye. Oh my yeah, there's God. nothing you can say after that. And like me and him were just like hugging each other in the bar. And I'm like, he's like, don't make me kiss you. I'm like, no, never. <laughs> but we're, it was like True so funny. friendship. Yeah. Because like, um, I've, I've definitely used guy friends once in a while, yeah, but I don't like that excuse for me. It's like me just as an individual telling you, no, thank you. I'm not interested should be enough. Oh yeah. However, I if agree. I've ever felt threatened, like if I feel mm. like somebody's being aggressive, I'm like, hey, like my husband's not gonna be cool with this. Mm. I escalate it. <laughs> husband. That is true. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. husband will not be chill with me bringing another man into the bedroom tonight. Oh, you're married? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say it. It's fucking Marquette. <laughs> Marquette, babe. Marquette, babe. They were snapping at me at the bargain tonight. You weren't there to protect me. Marquette, where are you? You're slipping, Marquette. Oh, my fucking God. Find my husband, Marquette. Find him. You guys, I'm missing my husband, Marquette. Oh, If man. you could hit his DMs and tell him to get back at me. This, that's the last bit of this this podcast. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. That's it for this lovely it podcast. Thank Thanks you for cracking gonna... with us, guys. Wow, cracking? I like that. We're gonna yeah. just keep. Cracking. We're adopting that. That's official. <laughs> Thank you for cracking. Thanks for it. cracking with us, guys. Where can they find us at, guys? I haven't On figured only out. Fans. A... Well. Fun fact, never mind. Um, so yeah, you guys go follow us on Instagram if you search C A C O T B underscore O T A. You will find our Instagram. We haven't figured out a better way to say that yet, and apparently I'm responsible for it, and I haven't done my homework. You can also find us on YouTube, on the Air Studios. Go like, subscribe. Tune in every Wednesday. They do a sick live show. They do some really fun things. They also love posting vlogs. Blair and Joe have yet to invite me to one, but that's fine. I'm not bitter or throwing passive-aggressive shots at them. We're in the photo shoot one. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, so I don't get invited for any of the fun skits, but maybe one day. One of these days. 
But um, guys, our, our live, we're actually doing this live right now on twitch.tv slash OTA Studios. Um, on the air with Joe and Blair and this podcast are both on twitch.tv slash OTA Studios. So go follow Twitch because we got to get more people on there and not just on YouTube. And right now we have no viewers and we need all of them. So subscribe, mm-hmm. follow on Spotify, follow on Apple Music, whatever we'll you listen next on. Follow on Twitch, follow on Instagram. Please go do that, guys. Thank you. We want to hear from you and we're going to be trying to post better and engage more with the peoples because we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear what you want to hear it about. And um, I want to harass Marquette some more. So until next time, guys. Yippee! Skippy! Yippee! Skippy! Bye! Bye.